Hello? Yeah, no, okay, so start over, start over, start over. Okay, so the, 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 the when I heard on the fucking Joe Rogan podcast was, I wasn't listening to the specific podcast about the woman, she's talking about plastics and how certain chemicals have made an env- environmental um, environmental impact on uh, our endo, who's that you say? say endocology or endo. You're asking the wrong person. Oh my gosh. We have fucking Google dick. Yeah, she's an endocrinologist. Endocrinologist. So yeah, so she she looks at the environmental effect of of our endocrine system. No shit. And so what she was saying was that the difference, one of the differences between male and females in nature or whatever is that men have a larger taint than women and it's up to like 50 percent again i'm gonna i'm gonna correct you i'm gonna correct you and say i do not have a taint i have a grundle okay 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 whatever fucking but there's a reason why i call it a grundle you ask me explain shit and then you fucking interrupt me because i need to explain to you that it's a grundle so there's a difference. So what she was saying was that, um, you know, since the 1950s, uh, well, it's anywhere from 50 to 100 percent larger than a woman's, right? And since I the, wouldn't know, I'm telling you. Well, this mine, is what I'm fucking telling you. <laughs> so I love getting you upset. Oh my god! Shut the fuck up! Fucking uh. <laughs> So, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how do you measure that shit? And so, I looked at the article, and it said that the average taint size for a man is two inches. So, I'm like, kind of like bowling bowling, balling myself right now. So, I'm like taking my thumb, and I'm like, well, I want to make sure I'm like starting at the right point, and it's the underside of the ball sack. It's kind of like where your fucking, your ball sack... It's just like right where that nice little fucking rim is. And uh Yeah, I'm in that range. I'm yeah, not- I'm like I seriously am like two or three times your size. I got like six inches right there. It feels like a swollen fucking ballpark hot dog is between my asshole and my fucking ball sack. Really? I'm dead fucking serious. <laughs> Bro, you have you are I don't understand how you don't have kids because you should be a fertile man. Bro, like, because- let me put it let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. When I jizz, it's like freaking, it's like molasses. It's not like, it's like. I'm about half. I'm like, I have like a, I think I like a three inch taint or so. I don't know because I'm just. Yeah, no, dude, I'm dead serious. I got like six inches there. I'm kind of like finger fucking myself, but. um, I don't believe you. Let me see. I'm just like taking my thumb and like, you know. (laughs) Pressing it up against, I should just really take a string and like get straight wide leg porn style. You know, like when a dude's like eating a chick out and she like opens her legs real wide. But like, what I should really do <laughs> is take like a string. I don't but, know. I'm a good Christian boy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what I should do is take a fucking string and fucking met like you know make like measure it that way. And fucking... you know, there's a thing called uh, Taylor's Taylor's tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should take one of those and just fucking get down and dirty. And fucking... you know, 
get in there. <laughs> you know what you should do? Just get a piece of duct tape and slap it on there and see. Oh, and, me- and then bro, measure, hair, measure, though. measure the fucking hair trail and see what's up. <laughs> you got a lot of hair down there, man. I know, but you just measure that hair trail, All and right, you'll so know exactly what you'll know exactly the measurement. So a median, a median. So a median size. So a median is where the data, like the, you, like, it's pronounced average. Well, no, it's not. That's that's not what the median is. No, you average. find that you you find the median, but you're looking for an average. No, you're not. No. Oh my so god. What she's talking about is like the median point of the data, which is where the data literally like the marks split in half, right? So the median of the data is two inches, and if you're fucking, uh, you're taint- well, I'm three times. To- I'm three times that. Well, yeah. So if you're taint. Well, what does that mean, though? What does that if, mean? If your taint is smaller than than two inches, you're like sub fertile. But obviously, if it, there's no fucking way you have a dude, I swear fuck. to God, bro. No, go de- dig deep in there and fucking. I got, check I out. got, dude. I'm telling check you, check it out. It's <laughs> like a fucking ballpark hot dog. I'm that one, the ones when you hurt. when you used to watch when you used to watch fucking the. The fucking Battle for Endor on fucking TV VHS because you were too cheap to fucking go to Blockbuster and rent it when you were a kid, and then you'd see the advertisement of Michael Jordan saying "ballpark hot dog." It got me on baseball, and then he'd bite into it. That's what's between my fucking asshole and my ball sack. Go take your fucking fingers and fucking see what the bro. Is. I, I just told you, huh? Okay, you haven't felt it. Okay, you don't yes, know for sure. Okay. You know, you know, from the bottom of your paw. So make a fist and stick your thumb up. It's that distance. No, there's no fucking way, bro. I'm telling you, no that's no the fucking distance. That's bro. No way. There'd be something so wrong with you if your fucking tank was like. That's fucking- what I'm saying. Is there something wrong with me? No, there's not. I can't believe you. I seriously I'm can't serious. believe you. I seriously can't you, believe you. Know, you know how we settle this? You know how we settle this? <laughs> fucking picture war? I don't know. Like I mean, a, I don't know if you want a picture of my. I, there's already. I don't want. I don't feel comfortable sending you pictures of me because apparently you send them to porn stars. Well, I have a picture of your balls already. But you do. And in the last time I sent it to you, you're like, it looks like the back of a velociraptor's neck. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't. And who knows who you sent that to? But there is a way to settle this, bro. You need I to- have to text. I have to text. A certain X, yeah, that see. will, that that has definitely is willing to comment on that area. Well, no, literally have to have someone go in there and measure. I mean, like, well, I'm if, not having well, the girl okay, on so, a date with last night measure because she was stupid. Okay, so I mean, if your taint is really that big, that means you're probably pretty fertile. So, and I, you know, whatever, like, I believe you. Like, Dude, I it's, have, you know, you, you ever I, seen, I, know, I think you're guesstimating, but you're no, not. No, I'm dead it. serious, bro. Nah. The bottom of your fucking palm, the bottom of your fist, give me a thumbs up and it's to the tip of your thumb. That's, that's pretty fucking big, dude. Dude, you ever seen you ever seen Ninja Assassin the movie? Why would like I don't understand like your fucking tank would be that big, bro? Like that's like, you ever you seen you ever seen Ninja Assassin the, the movie? The way you would be shitting would be like a straight rocket backwards, bro. Like you would have the way you would have to angle your butt. Like you'd need more than a squatty potty, bro. You would have to fucking have a device lift your fucking legs in the air 
and you would be in a V. Do you want to come see the toilet after I fucking take a shit? Seriously? It bl- like, you would think that the, my fucking bidet and my asshole are having a paintball war. Bro, I don't know, man. I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't know. That's fucking weird, bro. That's fucking weird. Bro, if you have, You're like... You're fucking a- weird. Don't you tell me I'm weird. You're weird with your little one-inch freaking taint. I don't... There's a reason I call it a grundle. I don't call it a taint. I've said this for the longest time. I've always called it a grundle because I knew about this, and now you're making me self-conscious because you, you pedal listen to a pedal podcast on Pedal Joe Rogan because you want to suck his dick, and now all of a sudden you're an expert, and now when you want to freaking go to bat against me, you're all like, oh, A oh, grundle oh, is a fucking thing, bitch. A grundle is a taint. It's the same fucking thing. It's the same fucking thing. It's the but it's not, though, because it's mine. In your anal cavity. Because it's mine. Uh, it's well, not the same thing. Your fucking grundle, I mean. It's I, fucking ooge. I don't believe. I don't believe it's that big. But I'll show it I, to you right now. Bro, I think you really. You want to FaceTime? Bro, I don't need to FaceTime you to fucking know this. but I don't know. I, you're, I don't know if I'm going to have to get it. I don't know if I have enough room in my apartment to, to expose myself. And to zoom out. That's how big my grundle is. <laughs> okay, I'm looking. Ser- it's seriously, it's got, it's like six inches. Six inches between your ball sack and your fucking anus? The back of my ball sack to my asshole. When I take a shit, I have to lean back. Let me see here. Triangle surface topography. Okay. Like six. not only that, but there's an arch in it too. So if you take out the arch, it's probably seven. <laughs> what are you laughing for? Because it's funny. Cause it's like <laughs> you should have a bunch of kids by now. I don't understand what's wrong with you. You're fertile acting bakla right you now. You should fucking have <laughs> Bro, if you're that fertile, obviously I'm like in the in the like like most things on my body, I'm average. But like, <laughs> except that fucking toe. <laughs> exactly. But like, fucking, uh, yeah, man. That's fucking, like, it's so funny. I mean, I, I just think it's funny because all those years you were telling me that I had a small penis. Obviously, it's just inside me. <laughs> oh my God, that fart stinks. I had pizza, so I'm having digestive issues right now. What did uh, what was that fucking oh? The distance measured. Let me see. The distance measured from the anus to the underside of the scrotum is linked to male fertility, including semen volume, sperm count. The study found. Yeah, the shorter the ATT, the more likely a man would have a low sperm count. Hmm. I mean, put it, put it, put it this way. I've had scares, but really, there was only one girl I went Ultimate Warrior with. I mean, this is crazy, bro. 2011. It's not that crazy. It's just, it's. Anal genital distance. Oh, that's what it's called. Anal genital distance and ano a n o a n o genital ano genital distance the taint is that's what that is. Hmm. Analis, 
2011's when this came out. Um, my Grundle has been around for longer than 2011. I can guarantee you that. Oh, crazy. What? But it's so weird. Like, the, the shit. That it's you... not weird. It's how God made me. Shut the fuck up. I'm not talking about you. I'll talk about in general. Well, what this lady was saying was that, like, a lot. Like You're minute... putting me on the spot, though. Like, no, I'm not. You're putting yourself. You're just... Okay, before we started, You're... the reason we started recording, because you started going off on me. You're like, you're special. I'm like, no, I'm telling you the truth. It's seriously six inches. And you're literally like upset with me for no damn reason based off something some woman said on some stupid podcast. You're not fucking measuring it right now. You're just I just did. I'm like, bro, get your your fist. Stick your fucking hand down there and fucking see. What the fuck? Piss me off. Give me a second. You don't know. I fucking did it. I fucking went in there and I fucking bowling balled the fuck out of myself. Took my fucking thumb, stuck it up against the back of my balls. And then okay, okay, hit. okay. Literally, from probably the back of my fist to like half of my thumbnail. Wait a minute, the back of your fist to half. So make a thumbs up uh-huh. and it's like all the way from the back of my from the back of my hand. So if you slam okay, so you're you slam your hand down on the counter and then you give yourself a thumbs you give a thumbs up and it goes halfway up my thumbnail. From the bottom of my fist to the halfway up my thumbnail. So probably a quarter inch, take a quarter inch off that. So five five and three quarter of an inch. Fuck. That's pretty good. <laughs> fucking guy. This fucking guy. I'll show you next time I fucking see you. Yeah. I'll pull my pants down. And I'll just be like, hey, there, you like that? You like that? Now lick it. Yeah. <laughs> the, but this is the thing, though. There's a curve to it. There's a curve to it. It curves up. <laughs> it's like the horn of Gondor. It's like... <laughs> so if it straightens out that would be that would be six and a half maybe seven well you sir are blessed no yeah you are no it's not like i'm using it they're fucking blessed bro yes you are shut the fuck up dude for what oh so that means you're very fertile yeah so what does that what does that fucking mean there's not like i'm dating somebody right now it means hey have a high sperm count Basically, this is what we found out. You, like, you know, we know that I have bigger than average a ball sack. And now that you learned about taints and that you're an expert on them. I wouldn't say expert. Definitely. <laughs> but you definitely dabble. I dabble. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, I'm well above average now. Yeah, man, you're fucking at above. I don't average. have I don't have the longest sword, but I got a pretty damn good hilt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm fucking. But like, so so that that's all what it pertains to is fertility. That's what they're saying. That's what that's the... fucking useless though. 
What do you mean that's fucking useless? It has to do with sperm count already. It has like the amount. Like, but who gives a fuck? They can go inside, cut open your ball sack, take like one sperm out, put it in a test tube, take one egg out of her, and you can have a baby. What do you mean? Why would they have to cut open your fucking ball sack to get? If fucking... you have a little sperm count, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> fuck it, bro. You can fucking jack off into a cup. Like, let's be cool. Like, let's. Sh- no, no. no let's one's... be let's be honest. I need a milk jug if I'm jacking off into a cup. <laughs> Nah, maybe a mayonnaise bottle. I'll give you that. <laughs> but you, don't no, ever, you, like, you don't ever want to show me your mayonnaise bottle if I get to your house. <laughs> Just let me know which one's Brian's. <laughs> He's the only one who eats mayonnaise. So Are you go. serious? <laughs> yeah, I don't eat that bullshit. He's like, does, someone, does someone put this on anchovies? <laughs> aioli, though. I mean, aioli is basically mayonnaise. It just tastes better. It but, is, um, it, it, aioli is delicious, especially with garlic. Yeah, but um, no, I mean, it's important because, you know, if if men, if men, if our taints are fucking getting smaller, that means testosterone is going down. Obviously not for me. I guess since like the 1950s, like it's had these environmental impacts have happened um, across the board. So, you know what I mean? I mean, uh, I don't also know too, what you mean. No, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is is that you may not be as affected, but your children might. Because think about this, right? It's like your dad was born here, right? Yes. Okay, so he's first generation, right? No. He's second. What? He's second? Yes. When did your parents when did your fucking grand- grandparents come here? Uh, nineteen fifteen through eighteen. Oh, okay. But okay, so I don't know. Like they say, like like during all like all the plastics, or, like all that shit, like that we've been like converting to or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is me doing secondhand, secondhand off of what you know Joe Rogan was saying. But fucking, yeah, like it, it's had an effect on male fertility. So we're you know, we could be turning more and more into bitches. So even though you may have a fucking, you know, six inch fucking taint, you know, maybe, you know, like next generation because of all the plastic. I'm going to be honest. Consume. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to call bullshit. I changed my nephew's diapers. He's a Casparian, bro. Well, I'm saying like it could have, it could have bro effects on you, bro. Uh, you know what I mean? He's a Casparian. No, but what I'm my saying nephew. Is, is, my is, nephew, my nephew. You're yeah, me. that's your Shut nephew, your though. That's your Shut nephew, your though. That's My not nephew. your kids. I'm not wishing nephew. anything bad on your kids. I'm just saying that this is a possibility that fucking, you know what I mean? I, I Yeah, I'm not worried. <laughs> I mean, it, it is what it is, but it's just, you know. If he's my son, if he's my son. I'm not worried. Yeah, it could have big balls, but you never know. Like some some shit could happen. Dude, when my nephew was a baby, not even one, and I'm doing the proper uncle thing and changing his diapers, I'm telling you, as a baby, at least three inches, three, four inches. And he's as a baby. <laughs> at least a three, four inch taint. At least. <laughs> No, but what I'm saying is because like, I'm a good uncle and I changed his diaper when he never, when there was no one else nearby. I've never changed a fucking diaper in my. Like, I got you, Miho. I got I refuse, you. I refuse. Actually, you know, you know, my older brother was nearby. His father 
And I did the brotherly thing and gave him a break. And he's like, change his diaper. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. I'll give you a break. No, I've never, never changed a diaper in my fucking life. Never will. It's not that bad. It's just a little bit of poop. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm not, I don't, you know what I mean? Like I've had plenty of cousins who have kids or blah, blah, blah. My nephews and niece. I, I'm not changing. Those are like my motherfucking kids. I'm not changing that motherfucking diaper. It's a kid. It's a helpless kid. Hey, hey, that's their kid. That's their responsibility. I, you know what I mean? I decided not to have kids. And, and I did that to my dog. Well, okay, a dog is different, though. Like, I picked up my dog's poop. I don't give a fuck. Like, no, you know, I changed my dog's diapers. I put, he had, and it was funny, he has a, I feel bad for my dog, man. He, he so he got uh, fixed when he was 10, is when he got neutered. If it were up to me, if I met him before that, I would have just been like, hey, he has him. He's 10. Don't fix him. He's mine. Yeah. You know, but um, I, I was talking because he, he's with my parents right now. And I guess a cyst developed in his sack mm-hmm. and it started in a burst or something. And uh, so it, it's been draining and the vet doesn't want to do surgery because of his heart murmur. Mm-hmm. So my mom, she's like, first of all, and th- this is how my mom, my mom basically is taking ownership of my dog. She just, she loves him, mm-hmm. which I, which I like, you know, it's like, I, I like that. But all of a sudden when there's a problem with the dog, he's back to being my dog again. She's like, I'm rubbing, I'm having to rub this, rub this cream on your, on your doll's balls. And I'm just like, I thought you took ownership of him, you know, like, <laughs> but like, no, he's my dog. He's my dog. I, it, you know, that's, that's my baby right there. But she's, but she's just like, yeah, but I'm, you know, I just feel bad for him and everything. But like, no, I straight up cleaned his balls. I've cleaned his scrotum. Like I take care of my dogs. That shit don't gross me out. No, if, it was my, if it's my child, I'll clean it up. If that's a, if that's a baby, it's not even my child. Like I feel bad. That's a helpless, that's a helpless person, helpless baby, helpless animal. Like, no, yeah, help that, yeah, help my that brother, out. My brother tried to fucking get me to change diapers plenty of times i was like fuck you it's a helpless child if he's there he can do it that's his responsibility fuck that shit (laughs) fuck that shit if you're there i'm not babysitting if i'm babysitting okay if i was babysitting my fucking niece or nephew Mm -hmm. and you know what i mean they had a fucking accident and i had to clean it up sure that's fine but guess what that scenario never happened so i never fucking did it you know you know what you know what i hope that um Actually, I don't. I don't hope this because that, that's I, I, that would have got really bad. But yeah. you know, you know, it's going to happen one day where it's like you need to take care of someone older, and you need to change an old man's diaper. That shit ain't happening. <laughs> I already told my dad. <laughs> I I already told my dad. I was like, "You're fucked, bro." I, I was like, "You're not <laughs> you're living gonna, with you're me." You're gonna be you're, having a crusty ass, <laughs> bro. No, he ain't gonna be living with me. You better find a home. You better find somewhere to go. I couldn't, you, do, I couldn't do that to my parents. You ain't living in my motherfucking house. So you can get your ass on. <laughs> I told him straight up. I was like, hey, bro, that ain't, that, that ain't my... Nope. You didn't earn enough points when I was growing up. Sorry. You know what I mean? I like, told hey, when you're playing... I I'm the opposite. I t- If I see a task that needs to be done, I do it. Nah, but see, that's if the difference, so, though. You have, you have a good relationship with your dad. I do not. He ruined my fucking childhood. So guess what, bro? Yeah, you ain't acquired enough points in the game of life. <laughs> you're you're all because that way you learn. <laughs> that way you learn, bro. Hey, fuck that shit. That bro. way you learn. <laughs> fuck 
that shit. He's like, hey, mijo, I just, I, I just shit myself. You're like, ah. hey, hey, nah, he, he can, he can take care of himself. He'll be fine. If he shits himself, I'll be like, hey, you should have made it to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you should have made it to the bathroom, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, if I was in his shoes and if I had a son that was doing that shit, I just would never wear clothes and just, just. Wherever I'm at, but like I said, he's not living with me, so I don't give a fuck. (laughs) He's a better ass than my cousin to take him, man. Because that's freaking kicking your ass to the curb, Nick. Leave that, leave that toilet seat up all the time, and I go shit in the backyard. But I just think that I think this shit's interesting. I think it's a, you know. Even though, like, I'm not like a a climate change alarmist, I am very big on pollution. Well, so I have a theory on like diet and everything, and how the Amer- you know the American diet became a thing. Um, well, I really believe. Don't you even think about interrupting me right now? Well, I mean, like, look, it's not like it, it's not necessarily like the diet that I I worry about. It's the amount of fucking garbage and pollution. Like, climate, okay, like, people who, like, talk about, like, CO2 and carbon, okay, like, yeah, I get it, okay, we we dig up fucking oil, we burn it, there's gonna be consequences, for sure, but the pure amount of, I don't know if you saw, uh, what's that fucking movie? I can't remember, but anyways, uh, just the amount of fucking plastic that we, that we, we burn through, and just the amount of fucking pollution like you know what i mean like what was that fucking japanese uh nuclear fucking center that went off like fucking six years ago or whatever and like you know um caused a bunch of radiation and fucking you know nuclear material to go into the pacific ocean mm-hmm. remember that shit mm-hmm. like that shit's not gone that's <laughs> just still in the fucking ocean and then Jap- Japan is, like, saying that they're going to start dumping their fucking nuclear waste into the ocean. Like, that's just, like, what they're going to do. It's just like, fuck it. Who cares? Or, you know, like, the Philippines, they've been telling the United States and fucking Canada to get their fucking trash out of their country. Because, like, every month or some shit like that, like, they dump, like, fucking tons of fucking trash. And they said, you know what? Fuck you. We're not going to take this shit anymore. If you don't fucking get rid of it, we're going to take it and we're going to dump it on your fucking beach. Like, that's what they fucking said, bro. Like, so, I don't know. To me, like, pollution is, is it's scary. It's fucking scary. Like, it's, uh, there's so much just shit that we fucking use and just get rid of when we think that, like, oh, like, it's getting taken care of in, like, the right way. Like, I don't know that it is anymore, you know? Oh, are, are you done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I can talk now? <laughs> Go ahead, fucker. <laughs> what do you mean, fucker? You interrupted me, and I said, don't interrupt me, and then <laughs> you just went off for, like, fucking five minutes. Ah, <laughs> oh, and it felt good. I had to unload. <laughs> <laughs> it's very obvious you got a two-inch tank. <laughs> <laughs> What I was going to say is, I have a theory behind all of that, and the theory is um, World War II. 
you know, because we we were in the whole depression and everything, and you know, we're hit. We were on the cusp of our industrial revolution, and and when World War II hit, it was all of a sudden um, we were supplying these other countries that were at war, you know, and and there was such a big um, push to do so, and and patriotism, and everyone had to compete with these two up and coming powers, being Japan and and Germany, who was crazy because not not that they were crazy, but it was the situation was crazy because it's on the the rebound of a revolution, in, like a very technologically advanced war of World War One, where you had the Czar of Russia commenting and asking the other leaders we need to put a cap on this technology because we're killing people on a crazy at, at a crazy rate and the technology is advancing so much where there needs to be ground rules like that that's a real thing so with the developments of plastics and everything else that fucked up our diet because we were shipping so much meat and all of these are things for hence the war ethic where now you know, they started planting soy. Everything became soy-based. And then plastics were a huge thing, you know. And, and all these different things that were happening, because um, after the war, yes, we were good financially, but we still had to recoup our resources. You know, we still had to recoup all of that. Um, and we had the money to back, us, back ourselves up. So here we are trying to deal with all of that, making, you know, more ventures because technology didn't stop. So our diet changed from having a very like European based diet where you had farmers were eating meats, you know, and, and we were, we were raising cattle and um, having like your standard European world diet to now this preservative based diet and GMOs and, and all these other, things to make it bigger, better, and, you know, more. And they were changing, like, the different pedigrees of, of plants. It's not called pedigrees. That's obviously for animals. But for plants. And then with plastics, you know, that was the latest and greatest thing. Um, Korean War and everything else. Remember the old Tupperwares? Yeah. And then you had that cup that was, like, fucking three-sixteenths thick of just pure plastic, and they're always brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that brown Tupperware cup that every single family had. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, those things lasted forever. And, and it was just this weird thing. So yeah, no, I totally agree. But I think it was just the whole like World War II. And, and that's where, where it was this base of that. That's how everything happened. So I don't know. Um yeah, I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I'm saying you're right. I'm supporting your rant, even though it was just highly rude and interruptive. But um, yeah, I th- my my theory behind it is, and personal belief is, it was World War II that caused it. I mean, like, I just think that we're at the point now where it's like. Like, I'm not going to say unmanageable. What the fuck was that? Oh, that was me jizzing into a cup. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was emptying a water bottle. (laughs) Anyone who listens to this shit, I feel sorry for them. (laughs) I feel sorry for all you regular 
two inch tape motherfuckers out there. <laughs> but like, oh, every podcast we're always doing some. Like I'm either eating or you're doing something or yeah. But I forgot what the fuck I was gonna say. Hmm. What are you eating? Some fucking um toffee. That's just as bad as cheese. Because you do this. You sound like that fucking baby Khabib. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) That gave me nightmares, bro. (laughs) Gave me nightmares. We're talking about that little guy who's on Khabib's story. The like midget. He's not a midget. There's There's some condition. He's like 18 years old, you said? Yeah. He looks like a baby, though. Like size. Yeah, he was in. Uh, the, I guess they were in like an Aston Martin or some kind of like a sports car, and uh, whoever was was driving just start. He's just there commenting and just like like obviously he's not speaking English, and uh, they gun it and he almost goes flying into the back seat. He's barely holding on. And then he sp- says something in like in like either Russian or Arabic, and you just hear him like, and then whistle, and you're just like. It's just, oh, it's just uh, that that stuff scares me. I, I have a phobia of it, and uh, so it's like this weird shiver down my spine. But I can't stop looking at it. So I will admit he's the first he's the first little person that I've ever seen you actually go back and watch. Yeah, no, no, no. There's this weird fascination I have. Where I'm just like, like I can't I can't look away. Because you know what it is? It's also ASMR for me. Like I'm all into that, like ASMR videos and weird videos like that. Like when, um, speaking of Joe Rogan, when him and Stephen Thompson were talking, and it's like, was it him or was it the other comedian? I think it was another comedian. And they were talking about uh, Mr. Pimple Popper. Yeah. Or, or Dr. Pimple Popper, or whatever. Like yeah. I watched those videos. Those, those, those videos are hilarious. And I, you were saying you hate them. I hate them because I used to have a bunch. of yeah, but it's so what? It's just like you don't get that like like oozy weird shivering on the spine when you see it. Uh, yes, when I fucking see it, I fucking I feel I feel motherfucker. I fucking feel like I fucking have like a giant zit like about to be fucking popped, and it feels fucking. Ugh. It makes me feel gross. It makes my skin crawl, bro. Like it's fucking. You ever have like a good relief of pressure though from like for for me it was like my ears being drained. For me it's a fucking nice shit. All that pressure off my gut and ass. That's <sighs> uh, just relaxing. So you never had like a like a pimple or or an infection that they had to drain. No, I've never had an infection that they've had to drain. I've had plenty of pimples, but nothing that's like Yeah. No, I've had, I've had just from rolling on the mat, I've had uh, cellulitis, ringworm. Um, I've had my ears drained. It is gross. I'm not going to lie. It's disgusting. Gross. But it's like, then, you, but like, or if you get like a cut infected and it just all of a sudden looks like something's growing on you and you're just like, oh, and then you, then you start like putting pressure on it. Or if you go to the doctor, I mean, all they do is just fucking drain it. And then they, I they think drown the, it in fucking alcohol. I think the iodine. grossest thing, the grossest thing I probably had was um, my ear. 
I had like I don't know like a, <laughs> a crazy amount of earwax in there or some shit like that. No, that's and, disgusting. And fucking, I couldn't stand up. My it threw my fucking equilibrium off. My aunt had to like give me some like I don't know like some shit that like fucking would drain it or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> but it was like fuck. Like I tried to get out of bed and I fell. Like <laughs> I have no idea. I'm serious. It looked like something out of like a fucking movie. I fucking got up. I went to fucking like, like. I like sat up. I felt woozy. I was like, what the fuck? And then I tried to get up like and put my feet on the floor and I fucking fell to the ground. And I was like, dad, I don't know what the fuck's going on with me. My ear, blah, blah, blah. And I stayed home and then my aunt got me some fucking medicine or some shit and drained my ear. But she's like, you're drunk. Yeah. Yeah, My ear was just, I couldn't hear. I was like, I I mean, I've had a really bad ear infection where, uh, I it, it it did fuck with like my equilibrium and it was so bad. Oh man, what what? It, it just hurt and it was just like I I couldn't do it. I couldn't function. Yeah, there but, was a. I, I think it was a, our one of our old uh, community group mutual nurse friends. You remember? Um, she used to tell me that like mutual co- nurse friends. Yeah, she was uh, she was panda's friend. <laughs> Or is Panda's friend? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, wait. She huh? married someone from community group. Has a kid with him. I kind of made out with her after she threw up. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> oh! I forgot she was a nurse. Okay, 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 okay. But yeah, uh, she just told me that kids would come in there and they would uh, like their ear, ear would just be filled with fucking wax because. They'd be cleaning their ear with um, Q-tips, and so like they instead of like the Q-tip doesn't like necessarily uh, it doesn't clean it out. It like packs it in there, so like they just keep doing it wrong, and then it gets packed in there, and then one day it just fucking builds up, and they're all like, "What the fuck's going on?" Yeah, I just have someone <laughs> blow my other ear, and all the wax comes out of the, the <laughs> opposite ear. I don't think that's how it works. But. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some looney tune shit exactly it has to work oh man but i don't know just it's just it's like the like one thing that surprisingly um works to like put you to sleep it's better than any um like don't take fucking uh melatonin fuck that fuck that shit just go and watch uh, YouTube videos of sat- like satisfying satisfying videos. And I it's literally, it. yeah, it's literally like like um, someone making a sculpture of that uh, moon sand or whatever, uh-huh. and then they just take like a knife and they just start cutting it and the sound it makes and just like ooh. <laughs> I listen to Doctor Charles Stanley. Do you really? Yeah, he puts me to sleep every time. Oh, he doesn't put me to sleep because it, it's. I mean, I guess I guess it could be, but uh, what do you what do you know about God? Now, li- now listen to me. Now, <laughs> now listen to me. Right this. here, I said, "Well, that's what I wanted to do." <laughs> <laughs> now listen. That's the only thing I remember him saying. Just like now, listen to this. Now listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good, though. He's like the perfect creature. I love him. Um. But yeah, for me, it's always just like, do, do what you need to do. I usually like read a book and then 
uh, I start when I start calming down, just put on one of those things, and it's just like the sounds and the music, and then just all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I need to go to bed. <sighs> See, I'm even yawning right now. But I just look at oh. and I rub my belly, and I say, "Come gutters." Come, gutters. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of you're kind of inspiring me to start an OnlyFans right now, just just with the size of my taint. <laughs> yeah, you'll definitely get some fucking subscribers on there. That's for shit. Sure. I might even have uh, uh, what's her name subscribe to me, considering you already showed her pictures of me doing a wrecking ball. This guy, I love her. Good lord. What's her name? Jessa Rhodes. Yeah, that's who it is. That's who it is. <sighs> She's my number one. Really? My numero uno. She still really? is. She had a kid. I love her. Really? I think she's single again, even though she's a single mother now. Much better. I mean, I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed to that. Gosh, she's fucking chicks on these dick naps. <laughs> I, 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 I told you about yesterday, right? I think, yeah, yeah, you called me. I down- was, go ahead. I downloaded Tinder again, and uh, I don't know how I feel about it. But I, like, at, at some point, I was just kind of like, why did I download this again? I, I don't know. I usually stay off, stay off the Tinder. I'm, I'm on. Uh, Match, hinge. I could be honest. I'm going to be honest with you though. Like as soon as like everything opens up, there's no need for me to be on that. It's just meeting people right now because everyone's because like in the Bay Area, everyone's so scared to go out, and that was like part of the reason I'm going on this date last night. And she was too afraid to, even though it's perfectly legal to go inside of a restaurant right now, which is, I can't believe I'm saying it, it's legal to do. Um, she was too afraid because it was just too much of a shock for her. Not that she was afraid to get COVID, but she was just like the sudden being able to uh, be in a restaurant gave her a panic attack. And I'm just like, Oi, mm-hmm. I don't think this is going to work out. So. Uh. Who knows? Who knows? Um, fuck, I actually, I actually had something I was going to ask you that was, it was completely off topic and it it was one of those things that came in my mind. Oh, you were asking me earlier of, uh, what, if you could pick a show yeah, to have one extra season, which one would it be? Yeah. Which one did you say? Um... I forget. I think I, what's it? I don't even remember. Because my, I think my number one was Lost. That's what the first one you said for sure. Yeah, because they summed that up way too quick. And it was actually was a decent show, but the reason I think why everyone hated it so much is because it just abruptly ended and nothing was answered. Like no one knows about the statue, why that was there. No one knows um what like what was the big deal for the numbers no one really knew it was just suddenly ended and it's like really why you know it was really popular i, I, I don't know why 
I really wish there would have been a fucking different ending for Game of Thrones. Like, that's just, like, one of my own personal pet peeves. Yeah, I I kept hearing that, um... I mean, obviously the books are different. They take a different turn. But even the books are not done yet. Um... Uh, George R. R. Martin's having severe writer's block. <sighs> Excuse me, but it's almost like like you don't mind because it's like you want quality out of them. Um, and I don't know. Producers need to, you know, they're kind of, they're, there's a huge push for fantasy right now. Huge push, you know, ever since Lord of the Rings came out, which is a good thing because like, I'm a huge fantasy fan. Like when you think when people think of fantasy, they do think of Lord of the Rings or or something where it's like people LARPing and it's like, yeah, that is fantasy, but there's also cool sides of fantasy like Game of Thrones. Um I swear if you were gonna whistle right now, I was about to fucking lose it. <laughs> no, actually uh the genre that I've really got into as far as books, and I think I'm gonna read it the next couple of years. Um magical realism. Oops, my bad. Uh, so that is a form of fantasy, though. It's a form of fantasy, but it's the magical realism. It's kind of... Okay, so like the way it was described to me is like... Not described, I watched a YouTube video. Because <laughs> I was looking at um, like the classics and like the people who um, helped uh, establish magical realism as a genre. Mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, name, name, of- name some of them. Name some of the books. Um, a hundred years of is it Serenity? Okay, no, hundred years of Solitude by uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Mm-hmm. Um, you ever heard of that fucking? No, I, I haven't. Yeah, so he's uh he won a um what's the big book fucking uh, Pulitzer Prize? Yeah, he won a Pulitzer Prize and a Nobel Peace Prize, and he's considered to be the the best um, person or something out of Colombia, the most famous writer to ever come out of Colombia. Um, Salman Rushdie is the, the author that I've currently been reading. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the one who wrote, that was Haron and the Sea of Stories. And I'm currently reading two years, 28 days, two years, 28 something weeks 28 days it basically comes out to a thousand and one nights okay which is kind of um in like tribute to uh Ara- you know they call arabian nights like- arabian nights. <laughs> <laughs> but did you i didn't know arabian nights was a, a collection of stories of yeah. folk tales yeah so, yeah so but that's one of was- which was 11 yeah so but I didn't know that a thousand and one nights, a thousand and one nights is the original, what it was originally called. It's just yeah. later on it got called Arabian Nights. Yeah. Um, yeah, there were, it got split into two different like books that came out. One of which, um, for instance, in Aladdin, uh, the real story of Aladdin, there was no magic carpet. Mm-hmm. It was a ring. There was mm-hmm. an, it, there were two genies. There wasn't just one, and it was a ring, one genie lived in a ring, <laughs> and that was kind of symbolic for a carpet in the Disney movies. And then uh, Open Sesame. Mm. 
There is no such thing. That's not a magic word. It's literally someone with a speech impediment that says, open says me. Mm. But um, yeah, it's, it's always interesting because um, cl- I know traditional classics. I've read all those like and I, I turned I know I spoke to you about Frankenstein, um, Count of Monte Cristo, Ivanhoe, uh, Tale of Two Cities, uh, Le- <laughs> 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Like those are the classics that I know. Um, I've read some of them. The, the one like. I, I, there's very few that I've read the unabridged versions of because those that was back when writers went crazy, obviously with Frankenstein. But I did read the original Frank, like the the full unabridged version of Frankenstein, and uh, the Count of Monte Cristo. That was so good. Like you ever want to just like, it is tough to chew. So if you if someone's like don't I won't recommend to someone that's inter, been introduced into reading, but it's just so good of just how someone's willpower. Because I guess you could say it's revenge, but it's like their will is just pushing them to just keep going survive and get your life back yeah well um this the thing that makes this pretty cool and like the way i was kind of like i was kind of like you know scouring through youtube and just kind of like looking at different people what they were saying about the genre and you know it's like a it's it's like a real world setting but like there's magic within the world right Mm -hmm. And so, like, you know, um, so it is fantasy. And so the authors, I think, like, yeah, uh, I, I plan on reading that 100 Years of Solitude after I'm done with this book. But that's about Gabriel Garcia Marquez. And then there's another author, Isabella Allende. She's wrote some really good stuff. And then Jorge Amado. Like, oh, and Jorge Luis Ficciones, which is a... Uh, a collection of stories by Jorge Luis Borges, Borges. But it, it the thing that I find fascinating about it is that it kind of takes, you know, because like within like culture, like if you get outside of the United States or like European culture, um, or I would say more of the United States, um, you know, people live in bizarre circumstances, you know, from, you know, not just like poverty or like any of that stuff. But, like, when you have, when you have, like, you know, like, even, like, old superstitions, like, don't let a black cat, you know, cross your path. Or, like, or like in Hawaii, like, you don't walk over someone on the beach because you're walking over their fucking spirit or some, you know, like, some crazy shit. Like, it brings, it, it also brings about, like, a, an excitement to life itself. You know what I mean? Like, it, it gives the world more i guess you could say like romance and like intuitiveness and connection you know whereas if you hit everything from like a very fucking like analytical state it it takes away you know a lot of like emotion or feeling or you know connection and there's a psychology the psychology book i'm reading right now too by rollo may where he talks about like you know talking about elves or like having like those types of like characters like in culture is actually a good thing because it gives us a connectedness to nature that we can see ourselves within right because like a lot of times like we see ourselves outside of nature 
instead of like you know in it you know I, I guess what you can say like like our role or like our emotions or like certain things like how it can be reflected you know just like the vastness of the fucking sea you know is like you know the the vastness of like human beings like the the thoughts and like you know like the waves crashing and like how life life's experiences so i think that the thing i like about magical realism is that it it gives me a sense of and i'm not just talking about like because you could if i'm saying magical realism you can kind of think of like harry potter or whatever the fuck it is but like it, it it gives me a sense of like wonder in the world and if you have a sense of wonder in the world there's something to be discovered and there's joy. Whereas like everyday life, right? It can be very fucking repetitive. The same shit over and over. Yeah, maybe I'll hit the gym today. Maybe I'll go do this or that. Whereas like this, this I got into this genre because I needed an escape because I was reading so much just like self-help shit and history and like biographies and stuff like that. That like this was a really good escape during the quarantine. So yeah, like it's. I think I'm gonna be like invested in this genre for maybe like two, two, two years, maybe. Um, I I agree with you. The uh, one of the guys I like to follow. In fact, I I like his input a lot in fantasy. He's a huge fantasy nerd. He actually brings that up a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, there's two videos that he posted of what to read during quarantine, um, and what to. Uh, what? How can I? What? How can I guess what kind of a person you are based off what you read? Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that there was a few. There was one book that, I, if I were to recommend you a book based off what you said, I want to say it was called Ninth House. Mm-hmm. And it's that, and everyone's actually going crazy over it. They're saying it's the next big book. You know, um, I think it's they're turning into a series. Um. Yes, it's called Not, um, and it takes place like it, it's a mo- it's a modern kind of like a fantasy uh, genre thing. Um, but people are saying like, so good, so good, mm. and it's like it it takes place kind of like in a university. So Yale it takes place at Yale University. Um, it has to deal with like there's some kind of like a dark supernatural that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, that is on my list to read. But I've been, I've been going into like, I want to start, um, uh, what's it, Brandon, uh, Sanderson. And for people that don't know who Brandon Sanderson is, he is like God level author. Like mm-hmm. he, he's, he's Stephen King, but a fantasy not horror and his books are, are better. So than than Stephen King's, in my opinion, like not, not to, not to talk on Stephen King, but Stephen King's a little weird. Yeah. He's fucking weird. He, you know, just, just like, I think sometimes he just tries to go for that shock value. And like, I think it was family guy that did it perfect where it's like, they were making fun of him and it was just, um, him sitting down he's like oh well we're ready for your next book he's like how about a lamp that kills you woo spooky and it's like that's (laughs) that's how we all kind of like that's how i view stephen king now where i'm like 
Yeah, bro. Like you had great book. Like I, I thought it was okay. Mm. I, I'm not the biggest fan of it just because it was just too long and and you like it. I just wasn't. It didn't have a flow to it. It was just to me. It was dragging. I didn't like it. It wasn't my favorite. But um, uh, shoot, what was that one they made the movie of with uh, Jack Nicholson? Um, the Shining. Oh my God, great book. Yeah, amazing book. Um, so his books are Shawshank Redemption. You know, amazing books. He so he he's hit and miss. Um, I do think he has great taste in books. For instance, the Repairman Jack series. Um, that's actually a a series you should get into. I, I've mentioned it to you before, but um, that is that kind of modern mixed in with like, like oh, there might be a little bit of magic here, but it's just it's so good. But it's such fast read books. Mm-hmm. You read you read it so fast. Like if anything, when I'm starting to, when I'm actually starting to do right now is I'm reading two books. I'm doing two books at a time. One I'm reading and the other is audiobook. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm actually enjoying it this way because I feel like I can I can keep up with both stories just fine. But what I'm trying to do is whatever audiobook I'm listening to, it has to be a, a novel that's that's a standalone. I can't it can't be I'm le- I'm saving all my my reading to series. Because I if it's a series that's an audiobook, I end up losing focus and getting distracted while I'm listening to it. Mm-hmm. I notice I, I notice that about me. So um unless it's like a really good reader, then then I'll uh what the hell? Then then I'll go ahead and listen to it. But um because there's a few there's a few series I started, you know, just a really good reader. But I'm gonna start Jack Carr's new book, uh The Devil's Hand. Is going to be the next one that I get into. The Devil's Hand. Yeah, Jack Jack Carr. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's the one about his pandemic that just so happened to be the same time. Um, same time when yeah, coronavirus was happening. Yeah. Um, however, um, I did my first. I, I listened. Audiobook of my first uh, Agatha Christie yeah. novel, uh, and then there were none. It was good. It was good. It, it was like something I could appreciate. Um, why she's famous and why she's like one of the original, so to speak. But um, yeah, right now, as far as series, one that I highly recommend. Actually, can highly recommend too is uh, is uh, the Gentleman Bastard series. Yeah, it, it is. It's basically everything you wish. It kind of gives you the same. It's like Three Musketeers, but dark, and you're cheering for the bad guy. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. The reason I say Three Musketeers is because it's it's kind of like everything is based off swords and thievery because you're cheering for thieves. You're cheering, you're cheering for bad people that steal and that's how they make a living. And they kind of owe, and, and everything's kind of Italian based and it's in shipyards and it's like 
they owe the Kappa, who's like the main boss that owns everything, like his due. And, and but it's very, it's so good. It's, it was so good. Um, so, the gentleman back here is the first book is Liza Locke Lamora. Mm-hmm. And then right now, I'm reading, um, uh, I forget the name. I forget the name of the series. The first book is called um, The Blade Itself. Uh, the, first, the first Law Trilogy is the name of the series. But I'm dead serious. Like, it's a fast read, but it, it just, today, I'm about halfway through the first book. And it just hits some, like, I guess, milestones where I'm just like, oh, this shit just got real. And so I love it when mm-hmm. that happens where it's like all of a sudden you're following these characters and then like you're seeing them going through their times and, and their struggles and, and they and he builds it up. And now halfway through the book, it's like this f- giant fucking change just got thrown in the mix. And you're just like, what the fuck is happening right now? So it was a good, it was a good chain, you know, where it was just like, like, um, I can't believe this, this happened. Uh, and the guy I was mentioning earlier to, to kind of finish off what I'm saying, my rant, uh, Daniel Green, the YouTuber I was telling you about that where it's like, oh, I agree with like pretty much his taste and things he said. Yeah. Uh, he is a self-published author. Oh. And so I picked up his book because, um, I finally took your advice and, and advice of some friends and I started my book. Mm-hmm. I started that, uh, earlier this week. So I have a title. Um, and I started, I, I'm about halfway through the opening. Nice. So we'll see where it goes. I, 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 I don't know if it's something that I'm ever going to publish, but it's like, I'm going to write it down and see how I feel. And, and we'll take it from there. Well, it's definitely something you should submit. Well, it's not really submitting it because, like, I can self-publish it. It's not. It's not terribly hard to, do, especially like in this day and age. But it's it, there's just like I was telling you before. There's about like five stories where I'm just like, man, someone got a, someone has to make a movie about that, or someone should tell that story. And it's like, well, what? Well, who's gonna do it? You know, and, it, and it's like, oh, should it be, this should be in it. This, it should happen this way. And it's like, well, well, you could do it. But I don't know. Mm. I, I just don't want it to be one of those things where it's like, it sounds really good in my head. And as soon as I start putting it on paper, it's trash. I mean, whatever. Just, just write it down, man. Just give effort. You know what I mean? Oh, I know what you mean. I just don't want it to be trash. Hmm. Wouldn't it be cool if you could like have someone like who's like a well-known author like read it and give you fucking uh, pointers or whatever the fuck it is? That'd be cool. Well, the thing is, is like so. <laughs> the the author to do that would be Brandon Sanderson, which is, I mean, he's the one that was able to finish um, the series. Uh, Something, something circle. Mm-hmm. But um, Brandon Sanderson's know. fucking crazy. He is continuing. He okay. So some people write a series of book books, and they're a good author. A great author writes multiple series of books. The Brian Sanderson created a whole universe 
with multiple series in his universe. And he called his universe the cosmos. And there's different series based off planets inside this universe and all of it's connected. And not only that, but he finished, it was the wheel of time. That's what, that's the, the series, which was the very beginning of modern fantasy. And it's like, but the author died. So he was able to finish it. And they're making that into a movie. Apart from all of this, the guy does release like two books a year in his series. And they're all masterpieces. They're all great. But on top of all of this, he's a professor that teaches other authors how to write. That's sick. Yeah. So it's like if, well, any, if he were to read the book, I, this, it would be like saying like, oh, maybe if I do a, a YouTube video that's entertaining of me doing a skit. And maybe if Steven Spielberg watches it, you know, he'll give me pointers, <laughs> you know, like that's basically what you, what you're asking for. No, what I'm saying is shoot your shot. I believe <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm using my, I'm using my six inch grundle and I'm skiing all over the place. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, is like, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a world where it's pretty easy to find people's email. You know what I mean? And, uh, I just think, you know, whatever, like if you, uh, book, send me an email and be like, Hey, I got this thing. You're, I'd like for you to read it. And if not, okay. You know, what I, mean? I, don't, I don't think it, I don't think it's that simple, but what I do think if I were to go that route, there is somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody and it would probably be that. Route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, uh, I mean, look, man, like it's fucking, you know, just do the thing. Who gives a fuck? Just do the thing. Well, it's like not it's not so much that I want it to be published Ugh. or I want to get famous. It's just stories that I really think, oh, that would make a great story. Someone should write it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long. What are you doing? I'm looking at Tinder. I'm bored. I'm gonna do I feel- in a minute, but <laughs> sounds like you're pumping something. Oh, here on the thing. Okay. Yeah. But no, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's uh, getting into reading has been very beneficial for me. Told you, sure. I told you. Also, uh, starting to get into meditation has been really, uh, it's been really beneficial. I have to admit, I like it. I dig it. I do about ten minutes of it, and uh, I'm not gonna say it makes me feel centered. Cause that'd be kind of dumb, but it makes, but it makes me you feel anchored. <laughs> well, yeah, anchored. But no, it makes me feel hopeful. You know, like it makes me feel. I don't. Not even positive. It just makes me feel hopeful. It makes me feel hopeful about the day. Hopeful about the future. It makes me feel motivated in a like, in a manner that's um, kind of like authentic. You know, and like. Like you ever like, uh, like like a really like like just like kind of like not like in a like David Goggins like fucking don't be a bitch let's fucking go like not like that but more the best like, way I can describe it I'm interrupting because this is the perfect analogy is it's your mind taking a dump yeah it's your mind taking a dump and that feeling after you take a dump feels real good you're like fuck I feel better yeah <laughs> it's like you it's like oh my stomach hurts I just need to take a shit and then it's like when you meditate and you're just like clear your mind, put good things in your head, thinking about positive, you know, setting, setting your mind on things that are, that are much better. And you're just like, 
<sighs> you stretch, the sun shines a little brighter. Squirt a little if, bit of you, the water on your asshole, wipe it, uh, you, out. you feel a little bit lighter, a little juicier as well. I thought I gotta, I gotta get into yeah. So, but yeah, both of those things have been good. That's a, I'm definitely happy I've I've gotten to each of them. Well, I mean, I'm glad you're reading more. Um, you made me feel bad last time we were talking because you were making fun of me for stuttering. So, <laughs> well, I did. Yes, and it hurt. Probably because you were lying. That's why you stuttered. I wasn't lying. I don't fucking lie. <laughs> you fucking lied right now. You fucking lied, bitch. I don't lie. <laughs> it, what it is is you piss me off, and then I start thinking. I start coming up with like shit that I want to say all at once, and it comes out as blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> I get because I'm fucking angry. <laughs> good, good, good. Whatever. At least I have a fucking six-inch grundle that I'm proud of. <laughs> okay, fights tomorrow. Like, what do you what do you think is gonna happen? Give us the big three. Oh my god. Well, first of all, I felt like I, I did get a little punched when I saw your fucking Instagram post, but I, I, I again I kind of want to hit on you. But uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I think Mosvidal st- stands a chance in the early rounds because Mosvidal, you never fight Usman. You're fighting Trevor fucking Whitman. You're fighting Trevor Whitman. Mm-hmm. You're not fighting Usman. Um, based off of that, the only th- uh, I want to say Mosvidal is going if he can fucking get a good foundation. He, he's already, if he is able to actually break down that wall of Trevor Whitman and get Usman emotional, get his mind unfocused, and get him angry, he can fucking win. Because he's going to make a mistake, and Mosvidal has those, like, bursts of fucking energy and, and blitzing into these, knock, these, like, unique knockouts. So I do think he has a chance. Um... Usman's full of pride right now. The political status. It's, it's kind of recipe for disaster, but he is the champ for a reason and Trevor Whitman's in his corner. Having said that, Trevor Whitman, one person part of his camp. And this is a factor I've, I've thought of because I, and this is where, why I'm holding her, I believe, much higher than you, Rose Namajunas. Wait, Trevor so- Whitman is backing Rose Namajunas. She is in, or he is in her corner as well. So she's fighting Wei Li, who Wei Li is a beast. That is granted. That is spoken. However, Rose Namajunas knocks the shit out of Joanna J. Cherstek, and she's going up against Wei Li. Wei Li, proven she's she's a bad motherfucker that can, that can take a hit, give a hit and just be right there. People are saying that, Oh, well, you know, uh, maybe her ground game's not so, not so good. I don't know. All I know is that if Trevor women's in Rose's corner, she has one of the best striking coaches in the game right now. 
So she's facing another striker. So this is going to be interesting is all I'm going to say. I put money on, I would put money on Rose just because the payout is higher and I didn't, I'm not afraid to do it. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko. That's all I'm going to say. She's gonna she's gonna fuck up Andrew. <laughs> but you didn't give a you, you didn't give a prediction for fucking Usman Masvidal. Um, I I it's hard to give one. Um, but if I want the way I want it to see is uh, Masvidal is gonna get Usman hurt in the first round, possibly knockout, um, and then uh, break down to a TKO in the second round. Uh, Masvidal. Yeah, I, I think Masvidal is gonna get him in the second or third. Uh, I think in the first fight, um, he was whooping him up, and I think he, I think he's got a setup in mind. I think he's got a kick or a punch or something that like he thinks that he can land down the line, but he's going to be a little cautious at first, as far as like playing it smart. But he's he's going to go for it for sure. I think he's going to do a little bit more uh, management of his fucking energy this time, but he's definitely going to take the open shots. Uh, create some opportunities for himself. He's going to be very aware of the wrestling. But um, I think, he, yeah, on the stand-up, I think, I think on the stand-up, bro, like, all fucking day, like, he's, he's, he's got that shit in the fucking bag. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've became a huge Masvidal fan. The more I see him, the more I love him. I love his tactic of mm-hmm. talking shit, getting in someone's head. And I love that uh, because he's playing. He knows that side of the game of the the fucking mind game. He, yeah. he, he knows it. He knows it. And I mean, there are players that that play it, and there's like, oh, he's still talking shit, and it's like he knows he Maswell knows he lost. He's he's making you look like a fool. He's getting you emotional. He knows he did that. So. It's like, I, I love the fact that whatever you say to Masvidal doesn't hurt him. He's, he's bigger, so he's doing it to fuck with you. Just like when he was like, like, at, at, like at that hotel, and then like Usman's there like, oh, I'm right here. He's like, see, you're already hurt. You're a little bitch. You're a little bitch. You're a little bitch. And then he blows him a kiss. He's like, Mwah, you're a little bitch. And I'm just like, he's fucking playing him. He's playing <laughs> him. So that's, I don't know. I'm, I, I've turned into a huge Masvidal fan. Um, Usman is dangerous because Usman is emotional right now. So if Trevor Whitman can rein that in, uh, the fight is going to go to Masvidal. But Trevor Whitman has done it before. He did it with uh, with Justin Gaethje. He can definitely do it with with uh, Usman. So we'll we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Rose Namajunas, um, and then so did you say? So are you taking Usman? I'm taking Masvidal. For the, for the first round, first, first round, round or second or second, I'm gonna call say first, but it'll probably be the first or second. Um, that's what I'd like to see. However, I'm not. I did put money, but I'm I'm gonna say I didn't put money on, or I wouldn't put money on it. Is what I would say. I mean, I took I took money on Monster for the rounds for sure. Uh, I'm gonna ride with Monster all just because. Uh, as far as predictions go, um, I know like it's not a good bet to bet against Usman, and I did. <laughs> but like I said, man, I just think that um, Masvidal got a huge confident boost 
from the fucking uh, first fight. Because he was probably like, yo, like, I had six days to prepare. You still couldn't finish me when I was fucking fat? Like, oh, you're fucked now, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's probably, yep. that's got to be. Because if, if that was me, if I fought a motherfucker, like, just coming off the couch and I'm just casually training, I'm like, yo, like, you couldn't beat me when I wasn't on point? Oh, you're so fucked when I am. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, that's. And I know he's got that fucking nature in him. So I don't think Usman's going to go down in the first simply because of his conditioning. And you and I both know the better condition you are, um, the the more shots you can take. So I think he's going to eat some shots in the first. And, you know, it's going to be acquired damage over time that's going to stop him. But um, for the, for the, uh, but I'm going to interlude and just say, Majority of the time, yes. I'm betting on what people most likely call a lucky, lucky punch. I don't believe ever in luck. If you're trying to hit somebody on the button, you're trying to hit someone on the button. I'm, what I'm saying is Masvidal, uh, time and time, has proven he knows where that button is. Yeah. And so I'm going to say that it's – I mean, if you, hit, if you hit someone right there on that spot, they're going down. Mm-hmm. They're going down. Um, so as far as, you know, whether if you have a good chin or not, if you hit that one spot on someone's chin, they're out. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Masvidal still, still has a great chance in the first round. That's the reason why. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good, uh, that's a good judgment. I'd say. Rose. I don't think Rose is gonna win. I still got Wei Lee. Why? I think um, I watched her strength and condition over the the pandemic, and that woman did not take no fucking time off. Like she was training, training, and just you know, I think when she goes home to China, she fucking kicks it a little bit. But for the most part, like what I see out of her is someone who's entirely fucking 100% dedicated and capable. Um, I think, like, I mean, like I said before, I think Rose has the length. She has the movement. I think Wei Li has really good um, reaction times. And the thing I love about Wei Li is she goes for it. You know what I mean? Like she fucking, she's not afraid to fucking get in there and fucking hit you. Like she fucking... She she's a little cautious, but she'll press, you know, and that that'll work to Rose's counter countering ability. But I I just don't see like Wei Lee being overwhelmed by anything Rose can do on the feet, even though she's no she's looking really good right now, like really fucking good. But um, you know, Jessica hit her fucking hard, you know, the last time they fought, um, you know, and it's still she still got a little fucked up. You know what I mean? So I, I think even though Rose has uh, got a really good chin, I think, uh, I think Wei Li has enough to, to wear her out on the feet. That's why I think the grappling to me is the more uh, interesting part to me. Yeah. I just don't think, yeah, I think Wei Li can beat her in points. For sure. Because if, if Rose doesn't win the round convincingly, it goes to the champ, I feel like. Um, yeah, yeah, you have a point. 
I mean, Rose time and time again has submitted multiple people in Kimuras. She's mm-hmm. very good at that. So, yeah. And I don't really give a fuck about Trevor Whitman that much. <laughs> like, he's cool. He's cool. He's good. I have his gloves. They're expensive. I was just about to say, those are big <laughs> words from someone that's like, I'm going to buy his gloves. I got the gloves. That's for sure. Those motherfuckers are expensive, but they're nice. Very nice. But, um, yeah, like I think he's a, I think he's a really good coach. I think he's, he's, you know, like whenever I hear him talk, I really like his logic behind what he says about what he likes to see from a fighter. But um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not convinced uh, that he can turn Kamaru into like a fucking striking, uh, you know, savant. I guess you could say. Like, he's, like, I don't ever see... I see Camaro as, like, really... If he tries to fight Usman the way he fought fucking Kobe Covington by fucking going toe-to-toe with him, oh, bro, it's going to be a long day. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a long day for you, motherfucker. (laughs) For real. That's a different animal. I think think Masvidal's got better striking than Gilbert Burns. Like, I think he's... Wow. Yeah, I think he's got better striking than Gilbert Burns. The reason being is because Masvidal has better, uh, better fucking IQ, just better defense in general in close quarters. You know what I'm saying? Like he can be in range and be calm, whereas Gilbert never looks calm when he's in close quarters. Like he's throwing hard and he's defending and he's fucking, he's all amped up. But Masvidal is just fucking slick as fuck, bro. Slick as fuck. Doesn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? So. And he's a true 170 for sure. True, true 170. I, I just think, like him because he actually knew Kimbo Slice. Yeah. <laughs> I think Gilbert came up from 155, but uh, yeah, Masvidal, he's he's a true 170. That motherfucker is, yeah, he's good. But yeah. Valentin uh, Sevchenko? She didn't kick that bitch in the head. <laughs> for sure. She's short, bro. Like, that girl is short compared to Valentina. Like, she's not going to have to try that hard to kick her in the fucking face. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't think she'll, I don't think she'll go for any um, really leg kicks or anything like that because that girl could catch and try to wrestle her. So I think she's going to piece her up with the hands, be expecting the takedown, but also going to try to keep that girl honest with some knees and head kicks. Yeah, nothing that she can catch. But yeah. And then uh, the final one, Hall versus uh, w- uh, Wildman. Weidman? Chris Weidman? Or, yeah, Weidman. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I think Chris Weidman can pull off an upset. You know, he's a, really? former, he's a former champion. He can still wrestle. He's just young enough to. Uh, you know, what he wants to do is he wants to go up and he wants to challenge for the title and he wants to ruin Adesanya's uh, fucking, you know, his parade, basically. He already said his goal is to fucking win the title and defend it and retire. So um, I think if he beats Hall, which I think he can do, uh, yeah, the, he waits for the winner of Adesanya versus Whitaker and then fights them. He's basically trying to do what he did to fucking, you know, uh, 
he's trying to stop that train like he stopped Anderson's. Yeah. Um, I was hoping to see um, uh, that fucking Aussie. What's his name? He 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 he's who Alessandra knocked the fuck out. Robert Whitaker. Is that yeah yeah yeah? But he, Whitaker's no longer in the fight though. What are you talking about? He just beat Kelvin Gastelum. Yeah, but he um he was he was going to fight um Alessandra, but then he just got replaced by someone else because it was it was too early of a turnaround. Oh, Alessandra is gonna fight. Oh, Vittori? He's gonna fight Vittori? I I forgot. Oh yeah, he did. I think he is. Marvin Vittori, likely UFC middleweight champ. Oh yeah, he's already fought Vittori too. That's funny. Is this guy's hands full? Marvin's been good, but he's gonna get knocked out. Marvin's gonna get knocked the fuck out. That's for sure. We'll see. We'll see. I still, I still got. I'll tell you what I need to. What needs to happen? I need Valentina to. I need there to be a stoppage in the third round. Mm-hmm. That needs to happen. I need Masvidal to knock, uh, knock out fucking uh, Usman. Mm-hmm. And bros to win. Yeah, uh, I do draft. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. Hopefully, I win some money on that fucking shit. All right. Well, it's like eight o'clock, bro. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. we've been at this for almost ninety minutes. Yeah. All right. All uh, right. Well, we'll call MMA special then. All right then. Later. Fuck you and your little taint. <laughs> fucking. I don't girthy, even know what to say to you. Girthy Grundle. Fucking. What's that fucking guy? Uh, you fucking reverse hunchback of Notre Dame piece reverse of shit. Reverse hunchback <laughs> of Notre Dame. A reverse Quasimodo. <laughs> That's exactly what you are. You don't got a hump on your back. You got it between your legs. Fuck you. <laughs> I'll just shower you with my jizz. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Same right, for the club. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> At least I don't get kicked out. Kick- Kicked out of them. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> it means you ain't really partying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, big guy. <laughs> All right, later. All right, late.